welcome to We the People, and uh, the people are now back on the show. Uh, we have uh, got we're happy to have our audience back on uh, in the studio. Let's uh, move on with our topic this week. A two-judge bench of the Supreme Court took on uh, the Karnataka government's ban on the wearing of hijab in schools. Elaborate arguments were made before the court, both for and against the ban, and there was no clear verdict. We are Justice Hemant Gupta rejecting the idea that the hijab could be worn in addition to the uniform. He held that permitting one community to wear religious symbols to class would be the antithesis of secularism, saying that a religious belief cannot be carried to a secular school maintained out of state funds. On the other hand, you had Justice Shudhanshu Dulia who uh, ruled that asking a student to remove the headscarf at an institution's gates was an invasion of one's privacy and dignity and asked whether the hijab is going to be used to deny girl students their right to an education. Saying that one of the best sights in India today is of a girl child leaving for school in the morning with her school bag on her back. She is our hope, she is our future and it's also a fact that it is much more difficult for a girl child to get an education as compared to her brother. Now, uh, this court's ruling comes after weeks of rows and protests over the observance of hijab in educational institutes in the state of Karnataka. The court was hearing the petitions of Muslim students who had been stopped in January from entering uh, a government college in Udupi for wearing the hijab. Udupi is, of course, one of the three districts in Karnataka's coastal region. It is a stronghold of Prime Minister Modi's BJP, the Bharatiya Janata Party. Now, we're asking tonight in this furor over the hijab, is the state's interest in keeping schools a place of equality and secularism? Will this move deny many youngsters from conservative families from pursuing higher education? And is banning the hijab an act of targeting religion in the name of uniforms? We have uh, joining us on the show today, we have Saima Rahman, a well-known artist, award-winning uh, radio jockey. A journalist there also too, Nishat Ghazala, who uh, also works with Corporate HR and is a TV journalist. We have Ambar Zaidi, an activist. Uh, Pramila Nisargi, member of the BJP, a senior advocate and a former chairman of the Karnataka Bar Council. And we have uh, Sanjay Hegde, senior advocate in the Supreme Court, also uh, advocate of uh, the petitioners here. Now, so there are so many narratives. There have been so many conflicting views. Everybody seems to have an opinion. Since we have audience finally back in our studios, let's start with them. Let me quickly quickly get some reactions from Nancy Sharma, um, I have Nancy, I have a Dimple and um, uh, Sidra, let's start with you three. Go ahead, you can sit, sit, sit. My name is Nancy, I am from Delhi and this is my question. Does the hijab ban violate the fundamental rights of Muslim women? Okay, just pass it on, let's quickly get some. My name is Dimple and my question is, dress code is for all and the hijab is not the part of the school uniform then why that girls wear hijab okay my name is sidra and my question is if a non-muslim teacher can wear sindhu then why can't a muslim teacher wear hijab and if a non-muslim student can wear kara then why can't a muslim student wear hijab okay all right let's start with these three and then uh, let's just move on but let's i think it was nancy's question first does the hijab ban violate the fundamental rights of uh, Muslim women. Um, 
you know, let's just repeat what Justice Gupta, who was in favor of the bar, pointed out. Uh, Saima Rahman, if I can ask you this question, he pointed out that he, in, he, he said what was important was that equality and discipline are the essential hallmarks of a secular institution in a diverse country. On the other hand, you have Justice Dulia, he's making also an important point. He says discipline cannot be at the cost of freedom. So where do you stand you know, on this issue in the context of uh, Nancy Sharma asking, does this ban a fundamental right of a Muslim woman? Sarah, I would uh, basically just point to the entire controversy in one thing. We are looking at the entire controversy um, as, as if it is about hijab, as if it is about uniform. It is not about uniform at all because if we are arguing that, uh, you know, we need students to look alike, feel alike, think alike, then that's not happening with our morning religious prayers. That's not happening with our teachers wearing Mangal Sutras and uh, Sindhus. That's not happening with the six students wearing turban. We are all different. We carry different identities. And democracy celebrates differences. It does not attack differences. So uh, I don't understand why there would be just one rule for one community and others can comfortably follow it. Hmm. So yes, if we ban a, you know, a symbol of somebody's religious identity, which that person has adopted, we definitely are violating uh, a fundamental right. Pramila Nesargi, could you uh, respond uh, and come in over here? Some of the students have also pointed out that uh, why is it only like one community that is being uh, targeted? You're wearing a uniform, then they say a hijab is a problem. Are we imagining demons here where none exist? Should we not be equally blind then? There should be no religious markings allowed, you know, no tilaks, no <coughs> rosaries worn over a uniform for teachers or students. Uh, you know, teachers are wearing sindoor, uh, bindi, mangal sutra. Uh, teachers wearing tilak, should all of that then not be allowed in schools because it would be a problem or distracting? Ornaments are not dresses. I just want the girls, you know, they are asking. What we are thinking of a hijab, the question is, the fundamental right they are telling, thinking that wearing a dress is a, of their religious rights. First of all, they must know. It is not contemplated in Quran. Hijab is not a must. It is not mandatory under hijab. And it is not a religious right. Let them know fundamentally what is hijab. Secondly, <coughs> I just want to ask these girls. I just want them to know why they are coming for education. For what purpose? To have some knowledge. For what purpose you want to have knowledge? After you are educated, you want to empower yourself, you want to educate yourself, you want to have an employment, you want to stand on your own legs. While doing so, you can you can these Mohammedan ladies, the minority ladies, I for one would feel there are only two castes in the world, that man and a woman. Let not minority women think that we are different from them. Minority women should not think that women must be distinguished. She is a Mohammedan and she is a Hindu. Do we want our children in the school to distinguish and identify by wearing the hijab? Should you want them to know that these are Mohammedans? I don't want the children to know about the caste. Caste system must be abolished in the country. Not only here, but all so over. Similarly, ma'am, similarly, you should we not also not know what the religion of a teacher is? 
Similarly, let's say if we were in agreement with what you are Madam, saying, nobody should please, be identified by I their have, religion. Allow me to answer. Allow, 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 allow me to answer, madam. Fundamental right and basic right and human rights. One of uh, one may basic thing our ladies must know is that they have a basic and human right to live, right to live and right to educate in all the fields. We, our entry must be there. Our presence must be there. Do we want our ladies for the minorities to deprive themselves from all the sports? Not become an NCC member. Not become a cop. So are you saying that this will now spread? Are you saying that this will now spread that they would be yes. deprived of an education? Yes, what will come first, Sanjay Hegde? What is more important, Please. the right to an education, the right Hear to me. religion? Please. Hold on, ma'am. One second. You've raised an important point. It almost Hear sounded me, like you were threatening that if you wear a hijab now, you won't get your NCC posts. You won't get lots of other things. Let's bring in Sanjay Hegde no. over here. One Sorry. second, ma'am. Please, no, no, one second. Please listen to him. Please, please. Uh, I, uh, allow me to clarify. You must understand. Okay, go ahead. If you can, you go with the job to become an NCC. Can you go with the scouts? Can you become? Can you become an athlete? Can you go to the field and play cricket? Why in not, ma'am? Similarly, somebody will say, "Why there is chunni?" Some my parents, my mother may tell me, "Don't go out of the house without a chunni." Don't go and play athletics in school without a chunni. Why are you not wearing a salwar kameez to go to school? Why can you not play athletics? As a student, I want to run, but I'm told my brother's wearing pants, but I can't go. I can't run because I'm not wearing pants. Then, yeah. What about freedom of choice, ma'am? You're talking to these girls as if they don't have a point of view or of their own. Yes. Madam, she has a choice. I am nobody to force anybody to wear a hijab, but I at least feel that it's up to her. She should be able to choose what she wants to wear to school. Freedom of her choice. Half the time, I feel so hot. I want to cover my head in Delhi because of the pollution and the dust. All right, now please hold on, hold on. Let's get somebody else in, please. Sanjay Hegde, please turn down Ma'am's audio for a second because we do want to hear other points of view also on this show. Sanjay Hegde, where do we stand on the issue of you know we talked about? We had the judge over there talking about. Discipline being important, but it can't override freedom. But there are so many freedoms here, right? There's freedom of choice. There's freedom, right to an education. Uh, is freedom of religion important because freedoms are important? Religions may not, I mean, aren't yes, important. I think, but freedoms are important. This case, Sarah, this case is much more than about the hijab. This case is about freedom itself. Uh, we cannot perpetually be dictated. That you will not wear this dress, you will not eat this way, you will not uh, you know, talk this way. I agree. This uh, we, women. We have. I'm sorry, uh, women and men. This is a case. Though it has started in the context of the hijab, it is a case about many more things. It's a case about conscience. Can you say that, please? No matter uh, what your religion, if your religious conscience says that you uh, uh, you have to wear a hijab, you have to sacrifice it and and go into a government school for education. It's almost like saying that a Sikh uh, student will have to take off his pagri uh, in order to in order to get into a school. And who is the school management to decide? The school management can decide what the curriculum is. They can decide. Uh, what the hours of study are, but can they say that you will wear 
only one uniform and nothing else you cannot add or subtract All from right. it can i try and take that in forward that, in that in that event supposing sure. the school management were to say everybody has to wear superman dresses alone superman or supergirl dresses alone that's the uniform no but change. sanjay but sanjay hegde can Will i just try and take as ridiculous forward? as that fly no no but uh, let me try and bring in numbers zaidi to take this point forward in the case of educational institutions it does make sense right for all of us to wear a uniform or at least that's a purpose of what a uniform in school is the idea is that everyone is equal irrespective of religious creed ideology financial status at least when i was in school this is what the point is it was a great equalizer we can't see who's got nike shoes who's got whatever bata pt shoes no differentiation etc what's wrong with having a uniform number zedi and uh, to play devil's advocate if the uh, you know if the school whatever disingenuous or not but the argument here is that there's a uniform everybody has to wear a uniform number zedi ियलीटूशन uh discretion in the matter of implementation of uniform versus choice of a student to wear what she wants hmm. but uh, i just want to remind uh, that in uh, this entire hijab row uh, it was brought to court by minor girls through their fathers not mothers it's falsely called matter of uh, women's choice law considered uh, 18 uh, 18 years as age of consent and hmm. choice Minors cannot Sarah, have it. No, minors cannot. As a lawyer, can I speak? I'll just come to you, Sanjay. Back, minors, I'll come back to you. Parents. So, whose choice work? How okay. can anyone have a choice of uniform? You know, uh, a choice of dress or different choice of attire when wearing a prescribed uniform is a mandatory in any okay. institution. Okay. Okay. Is during the admission into the institution. Okay, let me ask Sanjay that Sanjay, um, I think what uh, we have the panelists here is basically saying that maybe if I'm a student and my parents expect me to wear a hijab when I come to school, maybe it's it's you know it's like some respite. I I'm not sure like some freedom, some access where at least when you're in school you don't wear it. When you go home, you do what your parents ask you to do until you're 18. This is not a case where the, the parents insisted on the hijab. These were. and this was not school girls college these girls, were yeah. girls uh, these were co- uh, pre university girls they and uh, if they, if they if they wanted to take off the hijab all power to them no problem at whatsoever but it was uh, it was the teacher who wanted to force them off just yeah. as nobody no iranian mullah can compel a hmm. woman to wear a hijab hmm. no authority in india can say take Correct. off your hijab so ambar zaidi when that these students the reach the, the college they have a choice they can take it ambar you don't want to yes, wear a hijab you don't have proof but these students once they reach the college gates they had a choice they could have taken it off if they wanted and if they want to wear it they can continue to wear it but why are the ones who want to wear it for whatever reason being told they can't that is the point see nobody is asking anybody to you know to remove hijab or to wear hijab outside you know in their personal life but where the rules are set how why do you want to break those set rules and impose your supremacy when uh, there is uh, you know a uniform uh, 
to follow for everyone why you just why you want to uh, all of a sudden you want to break those laws and all of a sudden you want to wear a hijab and you want to so, uh, show your supremacy and uh, like a few days ago on tv i saw some girls saying hum allah taala ka kanoon manenge unko follow karenge governments ke rule follow nahi karenge another says hijab pehen ke hum superior feel karte hain radical elements political agents and uh, these fringe elements they they, they are making uh, these minor girls say these things Right. I agree, but surely then the first things that these minor girls, as you put it, should be getting is an education. Give them an education, and then later they can decide on their own. Okay, but I want to bring in. Uh, let's bring in uh, 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 Gazala, Nishad Gazala. Uh, look, one of the judges talked about the issue of accommodating. Right now, even I think every time you have to make a change in society, you have to accommodate. At some point of time in the military, the police uniform was altered to accommodate the sari and the silwar kameez for women. we didn't start saying okay if you want a women in the uh, police force you wear a pant because most maybe parents would say no need you don't need a job that badly right you have to accommodate small small steps let girls come and study with the hijab after getting an education perhaps they'll be in a better position to choose is the only way to stop the wearing of hijab not to educate women nishat go ahead we're running out of time Nishad, unmute, please. Sorry, I'm sounding so hard. Okay, definitely. I believe, I believe wearing a headscarf will never stop a girl to uh, build their career, to get an education. Because see, if a person wear until unless she is educated, she won't be able to build her career. Is wearing a scarf is her something privacy which she is comfortable with. Hmm. So, if she is comfortable, she will be able to focus on what she has come to. What is her aim? Until unless she is not having self confidence, she is not feeling comfortable. She won't even be having to concentrate on her education. This yep. should be not a uh, not a matter of wearing a scarf or your dress code. Although she is not impacting your uniform, she is wearing your uniform. Being a person uh, and I'm from a Muslim uh, community, I have been always wearing my head scarf. Either it's my uh, I'm driving or I, whenever I used to go to my school or college. Right now I'm working. Okay. Uh, uh, Pramila Nisargi, Pramila Nisargi, respond over here. You have a Muslim woman who says she wears a, a, a head scarf and she doesn't feel that she's not being able to achieve any of her goals. Why do you believe that because let's say you know sikhs have been wearing a pagdi for decades in classes it's not harm the environment of education at all i can identify sikh students in my class but i'm not it's not you know harming the the atmosphere or vitiating the atmosphere in class you 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 want to say it's a secular thing right if it's in a secular atmosphere you want students to identify who is a sikh who is a muslim lady who is other community do you want that to happen in no school you say that is minors if they are minors who has to decide what they have to wear is the parents or the school persons if if the object is to only education hmm. they can have online you don't need not have to go to school you don't have to wear the hijab and go to the school hmm. if our object is only to study okay, and enough, have education have right. online education right. it is available everywhere but if you are saying you the aim is that we are a secular Look nation here. and we don't a, bring I'm in religion at all I'm in our educational institutions do we not have religious markers in school we have shlokas in our assembly we have religious holidays we have celebrations we celebrate diversity Christ, you know christmas diwali eid all of it you know Are we truly like? I mean, are we cracking down on 
all or is it just are you focusing on one community sanjay hegde you wanted to respond please go ahead here see the as i said earlier the issue is of compulsion you were right when you spoke about accommodation when the uh, uh, uniforms in the army or the police were changed to accommodate women it is if you make the rules in such a fashion that you necessarily exclude one major section of the country then you are not just doing justice with the entire country it is not a case of then sabka saath sabka vikas aur sab beti padhao sab beti bachao you cannot differentiate on something which is so obviously not connected with education this is taking into account extraneous factors hmm. wholly irrational and ought to be struck down on that alone hmm. uh we are going to be out of time soon i'm just warning all our panelists but saima i want to maybe you know end with you and ask you how do you you know i do think at some level uh, the irony is that we uh you want to support the rights of muslims in what seems to be an increasingly an islamophobic world in what seems to be one community being targeted disingenuously but on the other <laughs> hand as a woman are you wary how do you walk this line of you know uh, in wanting to support keeping women in hijab which so some may be like choice or no choice a patriarchal notion how do you deal with this Stella, as a girl, I'm outraged that the society, uh, you know, we are giving this right to others to choose a life for us, to choose our dresses, to choose what we eat. Yeah. A girl, a progressive girl or a woman must fight against it. India and Iran both are standing at the same position. We are saying we have the right to decide. We will decide what we'll wear. In Iran, they are saying we want to take off our hijab, and there are hijabi women standing by them in solidarity. Here in India, I do not wear a hijab, but I am standing in solidarity with every girl who wants to wear it. Hmm. It is about the right to choice, and it is about the right to compulsory education, which is my fundamental right. Nothing can come in the way of me seeking education. And I want to say this: we talk about progressive and regressive stance. tell me what is more progressive and tell me what is more regressive a hijabi girl knocking at the door of the court uh, you know for seeking uh, education yes. or educational institutions shutting the door on her mm. face and denying education mm. what is regressive and what is progressive uh, uh pramila nesargi quick response over here i want to ask you when you say freedom of yes. choice we are equally one would say against a cup panchayat telling a young girl that you cannot <coughs> wear jeans and again somebody saying that you have to wear a a, a hijab or not who has the final choice remember would you also speak up if a cup right, panchayat said you can't right, wear jeans right to life right to life means a dignified life i am asking you a question we have tribal ladies there are some communities where they don't wear the upper garment at all do you want such ladies to come to school if this this judgment is upheld that means all the tribal ladies nagaland people come with the dress tribal ladies come without the upper garment is that the law that we are expecting that is not the law we want all our ladies including the minority girls that they must be equal in all respects they must participate in all fields education empowerment engineers everywhere don't deprive them there's a conspiracy by men to put them behind the burqa behind the hijab 
to prevent them from participating in this society. Is there also a conspiracy ma'am by men in cow panchayats to say women cannot wear jeans? Is that also a conspiracy? Do you see a conspiracy there by men to keep women covered up? There is, there is conspiracy by men. On, especially in our in all over India, there is a conspiracy. Maybe it is PFI, maybe it is other organization. They are aiming to disturb so, the sanctity of the education. That is their aim. They do not want our ladies to come Ma'am, I, I, I want to ask you. So let's say I don't want to get into school. Maybe I'm in college. It's Karvachod. It's been Karvachod last week. I'm a student in college. Uh, you have a teacher coming in or fellow students with mehendi, full on like salwar kameez, full on sari. Was that, would that also trouble you as much? The third, they are small things. Why do you compare, madam? How is it the a small thing, thing, madam? Think of the broad Come. rights. Your rights. One that must right to have. You must have thing, Somebody it? may think the concept of starving yourself all day for the long life of your husband, Head they do the not Navy. believe in that. Think of it. But will you not accommodate? I may be friends with husband somebody who believes in that. Should she also be stopped at the gates of these educational institutes? Their husbands, they do not want their ladies to be seen by others. That is their object. But you they just said men are men. But their own family ladies, they should not be seen. Okay, I, I want to just end yeah, this on a, on a legal note. Sanjay, I want to just give you this last closing argument. There are so many emotional views, but in the end, it has to boil down to rights. It has to boil down to, uh, you know, the constitution and legally what an Indian citizen, uh, you know, uh, should have compared to all other Indian citizens. The same rights as everyone else, despite irrespective of what community you're from. So please wrap up this argument for us. I'd wrap it up saying that our constitutional value is of tolerance. We are a country like no other. We are a country of great diversity. And we, we do not go around picking up fights with others based on what they wear or what they eat. Uh, uh, to wrap it up in one in one single sentence, it's the great Punjabi uh, slogan, Menuki Tenuki. Let's just leave it at that. If somebody wears a hijab, or, uh, 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 that's her choice. If somebody wears a pagri, that's his choice. I do not have a right in saying, in telling Mrs. Nisargi that you will not wear a sari. She doesn't have a right to tell me that I will not wear, I, I will not wear pants. It's like that. All right. Well, we have had a split verdict as uh, diverse views, uh, a split verdict in court like the diverse views we've seen on this show. It really reflects the complexity of the issue and at stake is the future of many students. The case will now go before a bigger bench of the Apex Court could likely end up before a, uh, you know, a bench that's already grappling with these complex issues. We've had the 2018 Sabrimala judgment. So this is not the last we've heard of this. But thank you all for joining us and speaking up on We the People where we believe it's important to speak up, but it's also important to listen to others. Thank you so much. Good night.